There we go. Oh, that sounded hot. And the big thing is I don't speak Spanish, so I had no idea what you were saying. That would confuse you? Not a clue. Not a clue at all. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 45 for those eardrums. Guys, subscribe. Leave five stars. Your 2019 goal resolution? Tell a friend. I'm begging you. Make it happen. (laughs) Guys, we have a jammed-packed episode. Guys, I am brandana. And with me, as always, it's official 2018's MAB Talent of the Year, most awesome. The talent has arrived. I got my shirt on. I'm ready to go. Got the Neapolitan patch patched on, baby. Mm, we got to get that. We got to get that up on Insta. We got to get, right. get these people seeing what we're talking about. How you doing, brother? Oh, doing, doing excellent. We are uh, moments away, moments mm. away from from Baby Watch, which will I don't want to tease too much here, but Baby Watch is on the clock, my friend. Baby Watch. All right, guys, uh, we're doing rip from the headlines. We're going to do the NFL playoff picture. The postseason has been decided, and we're going to dive in and let you know our thoughts. We're going to do our Mabolutions. That's right, for the little podcast, make a little resolutions for this year, what we're both going to keep each other accountable to bring to the table in 2019. Then we're going to jump into one of our favorite segments and very key right now, MAMA parenting tips. We're doing <laughs> B-Day is almost upon us. Doing the Neapolitan Showdown, Worst Things About New Year's. That's Eve or Day. We'll see how we get into it. And then we're going to finish with a little gambling corner with the NFL champion odds and then wrap it all up, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Mm, Juicy. That's a dynamite pod for you people. Oh, it's a lot to jam in there. Should we get started? We absolutely should get started. Extra, extra, read all about it. Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read: If you wanna be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, ripped from the headlines. We are doing NFL playoff picture. Why are we doing that this week, brother? Well, because uh, as we're recording this, this is a little bit ahead of Wild Card Weekend and mm-hmm. the uh, the NFL postseason. So we thought none better to kind of chime in a little bit on it and talk a little bit about uh, some some playoff scenarios and maybe potentially how we see this thing finishing out. Yeah, let's see how it shakes out. Uh, so we have um, AFC and NFC playoff picture. Obviously, let's jump into the AFC first. We have sure. the five seed Chargers at the Ravens and mm-hmm. the six seed Colts at the the Texans. What do you see here, brother? Mm. Well, I like it because uh, I like the stylistic opposition of the Ravens Chargers. I think the, the Ravens are playing lights out defense and kind of ball control offense. So it'll be interesting to see because uh, the Chargers, even though they are you know more pass oriented offensive than the Ravens are right now, have a pretty mm. stout defense, and they themselves like to play pretty ball control tempo based offense so it'll be interesting kind of struggle on whose defense can get actual stops 
Uh, and then with the Texans Colts, this is the this is the three-peat for them. This is the three times that they're playing each other. Yeah. Each have split a pair. And uh, I'll be interested to see if uh, home field advantage will do anything for the Texans uh, and see if Deshaun Watson can make that kind of next leap into uh, an elite quarterback. Yeah, here's what I bring up in a lot of these going down kind of right now is, and I think we see it in the NFL postseason, it's what team is kind of playing their best football? What team's getting hot right, right now? And, uh, right. you know, I kind of think the Chargers and Ravens, and we saw this matchup, they'll actually be playing two weeks after they uh, played this year with the Ravens coming out on the top, it, they're kind of seeing their head in two different directions. Like the Chargers, unlike the Chargers of old, where they finished like super strong and maybe kind of sneak their way into the playoffs. Uh, not kind of that, that defense that I remember in the earlier in the year. And then the Ravens kind of the, the opposite of that, like getting Joe Flacco moving on from him, getting Lamar Jackson, kind of that new energy back there and the defense firing all cylinders. It just, they look like they're hot at the right time. Yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, you can kind of ride a hot defense through the playoffs, right? If you mm-hmm. if you have a uh, an offense that can control and and you know not always just turning the ball back over and or going three and out and putting your defense in just tough positions, if you can kind of play that field position game and and lean on your defense to go kind of lights out, um, yeah, you can make a run in the playoffs. And and the Ravens' defense is. You know, it's it's probably them and the Bears are the number one defense in the league right now. It's probably those two teams are, are very similar in, in that respect where they can, if they play a field position game, they can lean on their defense to make plays. Okay, and then this Colts at Texas matchup. Um, I have been impressed with the Colts. I mean, they started off slow. I think it's one of, ooh. One and five. Drink, but I, I'm yep. not the talent. What's that? Started one and, one and five. Started yeah. one and five, yep. And it doesn't happen super often, right? I mean, there was like, a, I think there was a stat or something like the last time it happened, it had been a beat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We talked about it in a couple of pods past where we talked about just the, the percentages of the, the Texans starting off 0-3 and going on that nine-game run. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's incredibly rare. The Colts should not be here. They basically won kind of like a play-in game, if you will, against the, the Titans to get in and, uh, and, and are in. And now we're facing a division rival in the Houston Texans where they've seen them. You know, that first, that Texans win where Frank Reich decided to call, uh, call go for it on fourth down in his own yep. territory. It's kind of what, what let the pilot light for the Texans season and, and was the first win that set them off on that nine-game run. Then you have uh, them kind of rebounding. I, I was reading an, an interesting tweet from a couple people that even while we, we, we question that call by Frank Wright, um, they use they, they talk about that in the Colts locker room as like kind of like an inciting moment where like it was a culture changer. Like they sat there and they're like, all right, we're not going to sit here and just play like, oh, we we hope we win the game. Like we're going to go out and be aggressive. And as again, we've talked about in Pod's past, like the trend of being aggressive and going for it versus like, all right, we'll be safe. We'll play it cool. We'll play it. We'll play it. Not Mar- Marvin Lewis nine and seven, ten and six. Now we got to be yeah. aggressive and we got to go for it. And uh, and that really galvanized that locker room. I do like that. I feel like you're kind of seeing that all over the league right now. All right. Well, who do you have on kind of this AFC side coming out to go to Chiefs and then coming out to go to the Pats? Oof. I mean, if you're the Chiefs, we'll just talk about this right now. Yeah, let's talk if about this. If you're the right Chiefs, <laughs> who do you want to see out of Ravens, Chargers, Colts? Like, yeah. I don't know. I I, yeah, I don't think good. you want to see the Ravens again. Like, I don't. I don't think you want. Even if it's at home. I don't think you want to see the Ravens again because I think they're just going to grind you. The 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 rush defense for the the 
the Chiefs is like, I think it's like the 32nd or 31st run defense in the league. Like, they are going to, they're just going to ball control. And the best defense, cliche alert, is keeping Pat Mahomes off the field. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so this has to be what the Chiefs are looking for, right? Because if they go up against those buzzsaw defenses, like their defense is definitely their weak spot. So they yeah. need kind of that opportunity to score points. And if they don't have that, then they could get in a world of hurt. I agree that probably, uh, even though I love to see, I love it. I love seeing Andrew Luck coming back to Andrew Luck form. I, I would have yep. to think that the team that you'd want to see, if you got your pick of these three, would be the Colts. And actually, yeah. I have I have it playing out like that. I like the Colts to win uh, at the Texans. And then I Ooh. like uh, I'm actually like I like both road teams. I like Philip Rivers' second shot at the Ravens to kind of get the shit together because they kind of lost control of that game a little early. I feel like, and I feel uh, I feel like they can turn around and make it happen. Yeah, and I just um, you know there, we, there's been a lot of talk about our boys Baker Matfield and Lamar Jackson, or maybe we should call him Lamab Jackson. Can mm-hmm. we can Let's we do, do that? Can we make that play? Yeah. Done. Um, Rookie quarterbacks kind of having solid se- seasons, taking their their teams under their, um, you know, put them on their shoulders and carrying them. I I just don't like, you know, Jackson's inability to kind of throw the ball and throw it accurately yep. in the playoffs. Like I'm not going to bet on that. I I, I just wouldn't uh, I wouldn't pick that. So yeah, I, I'm with you on the both road teams. Again, reminder we we're doing this ahead of these games. So when you're listening to this, mm-hmm. uh, if we sound like fucking idiots, then you know <laughs> just know why because we're we're going at it uh, prognosticating. Yeah, if you sound like idiots, you can fast forward. If we're hitting it right on the nose, uh, <laughs> told you. So really Boom. fast. Uh, then the next round, I have uh, basically Chiefs and Pats going ahead and winning out. Uh, so I have the two kind of favorites in the one-two seed facing off in the AFC mm-hmm. Championships, and I got the Kansas City Chiefs advance to the Super Bowl. I just like this Pats this Pats team, although they did show up and played well against the Chiefs and did beat them once already this season. Like they're just they're not the Patriots of old, and I think this is kind of the official changing of the guard in the AFC. Mm. It's good. Now I I I like that. I I'm right there with you. If I was to offer um, Devil's Madvocate Mad, Mad on this yeah. one, yeah, um, I would say that one of those one of the things that kind of stands out to me is 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 time of possession. Like mm-hmm. when a when a when a team can control the momentum of the game and control the offensive flow. Um, of all of like the top 11 teams, eight of them were playoff teams. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs ranked 27th in time possession, which means their poorest defense is on the field more already. It, you could say, oh, well, it's because they, they're quick hitters. You know, chicks dig the long ball. You know, Mahomes <laughs> throws it deep. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you could make all those things. But in the playoffs, going against Belichick, who's already seen him once, they've seen him, they've got a full season to watch. Um, and with a defense that's that's that with an offense that the Pats have that really fucks up uh, the the Chiefs defense in that they have a solid running game. They've got James White who can a little scat back. They've got Edelman who can just kind of keep it going. I just see it as one of those things where they just grind the Chiefs down. Now this is this is playing that devil's advocate. Yeah, is they just can grind the Chiefs down and keep Pat Mahomes off the field. That would be my scariest thing. Mm-hmm. And you know Tom Brady's not going to wilt under pressure and you know Belichick is going to scheme up something interesting. Yeah. But that being said, if they can get the home field advantage on their side, which they're playing an arrowhead, uh, if that plays out that way, uh, I, I do like them in a shootout. I do like them in – if they had the ball 
one minute left in the game, I think uh, I think they can close it out this time. Yeah, that's my big thing also. Like uh, the things that the Chiefs have going for them and why I like them as one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl is they are, you know, one of three or four teams that can go tit for tat scoring-wise in offense and in a, in a league that loves scoring. They've been proven all year. All right, brother, uh, let's jump over to the NFC Ooh. side. The number five Seahawks at the number four Dallas Cowboys and the number six Eagles at the number three Bears. After my Vikings shit the bed. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. You know what? Fuck that team. They weren't good enough to be in the postseason. Like, it's fine. Let's just get it over this week sure. as opposed to next week. That's sure, insane. exactly. It, Break your heart sooner rather than later. Yeah, the only scary part is how much we're paying for that quarterback. But uh, I know I got a friend in you when you bring up conversations about uh, paying a quarterback a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he can win yeah. some playoff games. Uh, all right, brother, hey, who, hey. Who, who do you like in this, these first matchups? Uh, you want to go Cowboys, Seahawks? Uh, I got to go with the hot hand, rolling. I like their defense, too. I, we talked about this, I think, when we were talking about Cowboys-Panthers, yeah. when we couldn't get a beat on if they were just two shit teams or, or two good teams. Well, the Cowboys' offense has kind of come to life a little bit, and their defense is fast and aggressive. I like I like at all three levels what they can do. I like their pass rush. Uh, you got Lawrence, the defensive end, who getting after it. He's in a contract year. You got the rookie, Leighton. Uh, Oh Van! Oh fuck! What's his last name? Van Buren? No, Van something or other? Mm. Van Meister? I think it's I think it's Van Drink. Van Drink? Yes. Ah, oh, it's been a it's been a long short week already, audience. <laughs> and then we got uh, Jalen Smith, uh, who we talked about uh, two pods ago in our college mm. football segment. The, these guys are just fast and aggressive all over the ball. Um, you saw what they did to the Stains when they were playing kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, I like them, and I like again. So we've got uh, the Seahawks, which is kind of a similar layout to to the to the Ravens, right? We're we're playing a stout defense, a run control ball oriented offense, except they've just got a little bit of extra spice where they've got the actual deep ball. Uh, Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson connected on those deep balls. You got Doug Baldwin in there, but uh, I like the Cowboys' home field advantage. I like them. I like them leaning on Zeke uh, for a good portion of the game, getting him like thirty-five touches and just controlling that game. Yeah, this is another thing also where I jump in there. Like this is kind of a these teams haven't been super consistent. You know, like Seahawks dropping one to the 49ers. A 49ers that team that's a little better than their record. But uh for a sure. couple weeks ago that was throwing throwing me off the scent a little bit. Uh seeing the Cowboys get shut out uh in the last like four or five weeks. That's not something that you necessarily want to see heading into the playoffs. Uh and my big thing is, so what kind of makes this a coin flip for me, it's like a coin flip on a neutral field. I think maybe the Cowboys one-point favorite. I don't think the Cowboys really have a home field advantage. I think where it's like almost being the home team isn't something they can super take advantage of, and I think that works right. a little bit to kind of level out the chance for the Seahawks to go in there and win. I mean, definitely the postseason experience. You have to lean on you know, Pete Carroll and – uh, Russell Wilson to get it done. So I, uh, it's it's close, but I like the Seahawks kind of getting up for this game and stealing one. Ooh, okay, I, I see it. So, so you're 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 down on AT and T Stadium. You're down, down. on Jerry World. Yes. Down hard pass. Hard pass. I like it. Um, yeah, no, I think it's. I think this is a very coin flip game. I think it's one of those things where it's like it could go either way. But I just like when you when you look at it. I like their defense. They've got more playmakers. The Cowboys do, and I just think like when in doubt, like fucking get Zeke in in, in space, get him in the open field. 
Um, just run him, smash him in there. Who cares about his future? We, we got to win one for Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, definitely we can see these games going either way. All right, six Eagles at three Bears. Mm. This is a tough matchup for the Bears, but I, I love I love the Bears this year. Yeah. So I'm all in on the Bears, so I'm going to go the Bears. The Bears. The uh, Bears. Yeah, I mean, this is another thing, though, getting hot at the right time in this Eagles team. I don't know what it is about, like, big dick Nick, but Nick Foles coming in there and getting <laughs> it done uh this would be a this would be bringing a tough, that big quarterback energy yeah this, this would this would be a super tough one to steal because i mean if you think you know home field advantage in 2018 and what defense just looks terrifying and like you know the monsters of the midway just like january in chicago like this has this yeah. has rich chicago tradition written all over it which makes it hard as much as i think the eagles could outscore the bears and really kind of open up those talented receivers they have I have to go Bears on this. Yeah, I just uh, I think playmakers are going to win out. Uh, they've they've created the Bears are uh, I believe number one in interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Foles has been on the the side of fortune when it comes to some of his passes not being picked off. They're number three in sacks, uh, and they like to control the ball. They've got a good running game, and I like the jump that Tariq Cohen for the Bears has made. The little scat back, um, scat you know, back. they just need to. They just need Allen Robinson to step up and make some plays, and they, they really just need to put – and I think Nagy will do this. I think Nagy will put Trubisky in safe, solid plays where it's, you know, it's either – it's you know, it's two reads and a check down and then tuck it and run. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he's going to dial up some, some long-distance plays and really try and make them air it out. I think it's going to be check down, control the game, control the pace, and hey, Mitch, like you're a pretty good athlete when it – Mitchell, I should say. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, like fucking tuck it and run. Don't, don't turn the ball over. That's their Achilles heel. They've turned the ball over most out of every playoff team that's in this, in this, uh, in this hunt. I see that. And then we go to our final four on the NFC side, which will introduce the Saints and Rams into the shuffle just real fast. I'm going fucking, I didn't mean to do it, going super, super chalk on Chalky. this. Mm-hmm. And then I got, uh, so I got, that has me Chiefs, Saints, Super Bowl. Chiefs, Saints, Super Bowl. Oh. Yes, sir. I just think that the potential Rams, MVP the, matchup. The, yeah, the, the Rams over the kind of the last three weeks or four weeks, you're starting to see the cracks a little bit. Like it ain't golf has done. It's not a complete regression. Like he lost all, you know, the progress he made this year and how awesome he was looking and established himself as one of the top six guys. But it definitely, I don't know if you kind of drop those games, like you got to go with experience on accidentally, like not showing up to perform. And it seems like the Los Angeles Rams are much more likely to have one of those days than Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints, even though Drew Brees, you know, he's had, he's had a couple misses in the last six weeks. Right. Yeah, he's been he's been the, the the Ram or excuse me the Saints have not been playing great. They've got their left tackle in Armstead back, which I think you'll start to see that solidify the offense. I mean, these older quarterbacks, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Breeze, it's all about like they're they're super rhythm guys. So if you disrupt their rhythm, if you get to the passer, if you get around their feet. If you get hands up in their in and around their face and their arms, it's going to disrupt their rhythm, and that's why I think he's been particularly looking uh, like shit because he hasn't played great. Um, but I do like their defense. I like the I like their special teams. Like I like they put Kamara out on returning kicks and punts. Like I think that's an added 
field position play he's been kind of doing it the last I think like six to ten six to eight games of the season just trying to get some juice into that offense a little bit mm-hmm. um and you know they got Ingram I just like they're they can kind of do it all they're like uh you know they've got a little you know ace up their sleeve for any situation so I do like the Saints and I like the Bears beating the Rams I like a I, I you do I, I'd be very I'd be very interested to see Bears Saints I, I, you 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 don't have to twist my arm that hard to to convince me that the Bears uh, could make it to the the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna get into that a little bit when we talk odds. All right, guys, that has been ripped from the headlines. Let's uh, that's well done, sir. Let's do a little um, Mabolutions. Our Mabolutions. It may be sports podcast resolutions for 2019. What we're looking to bring to the table. I uh, I wrote down three that I really want to just kind of kind of keep my sights on, keep focused. Okay. Uh, okay, let's let's hear it, bro. All right, I'd like to. Um, I want to. I want to score the Neapolitan Showdown to the best of my abilities. I want to. I want to score. I'll it take that. Fair. I want to score it tight, and you know we just had a lot of instances last year where your answers weren't as good as mine. So <laughs> if we go into those again, like I still. Unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about that. Most awesome, my hands are tied. Sure. I, just, I have the sure. better answer. Yes. I, I understand. But if it's not, I, I want to look at it fairly, and I want to make a swift, decisive decision and not take sides on it. And, you know, if you have the better answer, then I will give you points according to how much better the answer is. That's my that's one of my Mab- Mabolutions. I, I like it. I like it. Can I give you one of my Mabolutions? For sure, brother. For sure. Um. I'd like to set up a defense fund uh, for the class action lawsuit that we'll be receiving for all those melted earbuds and ear Ooh, eardrums. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I want to get I want to get that I want to get that trust fund or that that war chest in there when we go into battle. When that well, it's kind of funny. It's funny, action. partner, because you could have went two different directions. You could have been like, we could make our pod less hot pod to make it a little safer Mm-mm. to go through those earbuds, but you'd rather, I, I don't, that may not be possible. So this defense fund, I, I literally have, I have a lot more than three just written down. I just had oh, one that just said pot harder. Like, yeah, could it sure. possibly, could I possibly do? Yeah. Okay. Wait, was there a question mark at the end of it or an exclamation? Yeah, point? there was a question mark. Cause okay. I was, I almost, I wrote it down going like, is this like a shoot for the stars and land on the moon type of proposal? Mm-hmm. Or like, what could this be? Like, how could we pot any harder yeah. than we already do? True. Uh, okay, so um, for pre-potting, uh, we're gonna do two drinks or fewer. Two drinks or fewer. We're gonna keep it. <laughs> we're gonna keep the journey nice and hot during the pod. During the pod, unlimited open open bar, like however it's done. Open Pre- bar. Okay. Pre-pod is just you know you you want to kind of get that good energy, but you don't 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 want to don't want to burn it all in the top top few minutes. There you go. I like it. Um, I had uh, shipped the T-shirts to the shirt winners. That's a resolution for oh. you coming at you at 2019. I like that. I like that. That's a that's an easy check mark. You know. Boom. Got to have a got to have a layup in your resolutions. Yeah, your we probably people. in hindsight, maybe we should have uh, old single, no kids, no wife, Brandon Delaney handle the FedEx trips, and maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, maybe I should run a little bit more of the errands. Uh, you 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 handle the East Coast. I'll handle Central and and West. All right, fair enough. Uh, and I will my last one. I will once and for all let go of my grudge with the audience that the pod is only Ooh. one hour long. Hour of Power is Beautiful. here, and we love it. That's who we are. We love it. Exactly. 
Um, I had, uh, real quick, I had uh, dropped 52 hot pods this year. Mm. Nice. That's another layup. Yep. Uh, I did write patience. Ooh. I have. Uh, I want to have a little more patience. I'm going basic bi- bitch on you guys. Okay. Uh, I want a little patience. I'm going to take care of me and myself. No, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. No, I want a little patience. That, you know, having that third child on the way. Uh, patience is always strong. Or you need to have a strong patience game in order to have three kids. Yeah. I want to have that a little bit more. All right, brother. Um, I also said pod so hard that the hour of power feels like an hour and 20. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Squeeze in exactly. an hour and 20 worth of pod into an hour. That's a great exactly. idea. Exactly. Uh, this is a this is a wish, wish list mabolution. Mm-hmm. Live pod in front of a live stu- studio audience. Like, could that be a possibility? Mm. Let's shoot for that. I was thinking about that. Well done, brother. Um, I just had one I just wrote down. I just wrote fuck shit up. That's, I don't know if that's totally. a resolution or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's good. Love it. Um, and then remote pod, which I think could be happening once we get our NFL football stadium trip on. Yes. And I just had uh, uh, pop bottles. I always hear it in rap songs. I'm not really sure what that is, mm-hmm. but let's pop some bottles for yeah. 2019. Yeah, absolutely. Let's pop, pop some bottles. I'm going to look up let's and find out what popping bottles is, and we're doing it. We all I know, we all all know Brandon ain't got no problem popping bottles. Uh, <laughs> awesome, brother. Some good Mabolutions right there. Um, all right, brother. Well, we do have a jam-packed episode. Let's get into let's get to it. it. MA, MA Parenting Tip. Bring us to that jam. All right. MA, MA Parenting Tip. B-Day almost upon us. What are we talking about, brother? Ooh. I almost wanted to call it NBD for New Baby Day. Mm. Um, but I, I, I didn't want to, you know, kind of talk down on the uh, <laughs> the difficulty it is of childbirth and child labor. So sure. what we're talking about is is bringing a new one into your family. Um, specifically, if you already have a few kids, what may be some things you can do to kind of prime the pump for that new little... Uh, that new little uh, warm-blooded mammal that's coming into your lives. Mm. So is it, uh, what's different this time as opposed to the last two times? I know there's some obvious things, but what's sticking out to you? Maybe that kind of fell through the cracks or maybe that you're just, it's got a little bit more focus this time than your previous experience with your other Sure. I think fall through the cracks is is the great way to kind of explain it because it's like one of those things that's when you already have two kids and you're adding that third, you're so... You know, you're 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 kind of like playing man to man with your kids, anyways. You know, you're trying to kind of keep them in there, and then when the wife is pregnant, you know, basically it's like you know she's she is singularly like you know you know overtaken by the baby. It takes a lot out of out of women when they when they are pregnant and getting around. It's just it's super uncomfortable. They're tired all the time. It's it's rough. So sure. some stuff can fall through the cracks, and it's kind of one of those things where. Um, maybe the difference is like, and, and these are one things that I, I will suggest, like we did a lot of with, with commission we did a lot of readings about books, about like being a big sister and like, well, welcoming a baby and like what to do with a baby. than we did with com then, then with commission 2.0 this time around. And we, we had a lot more conversation, but we, we were really focused on reading a lot of books. So one thing that I would say, if you are in that, you've got one kid, you're bringing another on the, on the way, like get some books. They're easy. It's, it's, 
it's a it's a helpful kind of conversation that they can see through the pictures and listen to you talk about versus just trying to have them like a straight up like hey here's what's happening we got a new one coming into the house yeah get some books it illustrates it makes it a little bit more fun our girls love reading so it's an easy like it's an e- easy segue into that conversation um and uh one thing that we just talked about that we didn't think about it last time when we had a birth we actually had when we brought the girl when we brought commission to see to meet commission 2.0 um for the first time we had a little gift like we had like a mm-hmm. as 2.0 gave a gift as kind of like a hey this is me like you know let's make it uh not mm-hmm. just all about the baby because we know uh we want to welcome this child with open arms and not have all this attention and and uh love being poured on the new baby yeah. so we had to brought a new gift so we talked about that so we're going to probably get a little just a small little like five dollar nothing nothing big but it's one of those things that we thought is like a nice way to kind of not just make it all about the baby that the little the little kids little ones get a little something too um and i think the biggest things that you really need to focus on are making sure that you set up when once the baby once the baby's born and comes home you're going to be it's going to be all hands on deck on on the on the on the baby um when you are in the throes of it you really have to make sure that you set aside some time individually for the other ones, Kamishet, Kamishet 2.0, they're going to need some of that solo time. We talked about in, in past parenting tips. Even if it's 10 minutes, even if it is whatever, if you can just spare that time to sit there and say, hey, Kamishet, you know, let's you and I have some solo time. Let's just set the timer for 10 minutes and do whatever it is you want to do. You want to play yeah. LOL dolls. You want to read a book. You want to snuggle. You want to draw. You want to do whatever it is. This is your time, and we're going to set the time. And that's really important because – as we've talked about, they're just looking for ways to fill up that attention bucket. Attention buckets. And if they see, and if they see Kamish Jr. over there zapping up, sopping up all that loving and attention and all that good stuff, they're gonna there's gonna be some 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 tantrums, some out some some you know, crying out, some other things that are gonna try and draw you into their attention because they don't they have limited skills in order to bring you in. So really focus in on that uh, on that attention. So what's some kind of uh, curveballs that you didn't see coming for each of the girls? As you're kind of talking and reading the books, was there any questions from like Kamishet, Kamishet 2.0 that kind of like caught you off guard or you're just like there was a little bit more insight <laughs> to the way they think? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's rough. Well, this this is right. This is this reminds me of just we just had this conversation at, at dinner and obviously we just had Christmas talking about baby Jesus in the manger and then uh she was commission was like where did like where did um where did jesus come from and we're like well jesus came from dr mrs commission was like jesus came from uh the uh the virgin mary and she's like what's a virgin and we're like oh no like (laughs) you get to handle that question my friend um but no they no they're pretty we're pretty open they they know like what body parts are and they they understand like they don't obviously know like how it is but they know like and I think it's perfectly fine to like have like real conversations with your kids. Like she's in the, the baby's in mommy's belly. It's going to come out, you know, from her private area and we go to the hospital and we have this stuff and then she's there. You know, I'm not in, big into like the stork and this mysticism about, you yeah. know, where babies come from. Obviously we don't need to get into the, like the nitty gritty. 
Uh, but you know, you want to just be, just be real and honest. Like I've got two girls, like they have vaginas and you know, I'm different. Baby brother is going to have a penis and we're going to have to have those conversations. So let's just get into it now and, and just be frank about it. So they're not, you know, they're not questioning or making it weird. And that's the other thing is it's just not making it weird. It's, we all have these body parts. We all have this stuff. Like it is what it is. And that's, they become singularly focused on that stuff. If you make it weird. Well guys, once Um, again, a hot breaking newsflash from the MAB sports podcast, most awesome son will have a penis. You heard it. Will have a penis. That's uh, that's easy. He might have that. (laughs) I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to even say it. Uh, One last thing I will say before we go. Um, there is, there will likely be, you know, if you if you if you're bringing in that new kid into board, there might be a little bit of a regression period with your older kids. Meaning, there might be a little baby talk. There might be a little. Oh, that's um, sometimes with potty training, sometimes with potty training, there's a little bit of regression. Maybe you have a few more accidents. Is it like is um, it is it mimicking to try to get that attention or compete for that baby attention? I, I think it is. I think there is an element to it because it's like, oh, this this little thing is just getting all this attention and they're just goo goo gagaing and they're they have, they're wearing diapers and they're doing all this other stuff so if i if i don't talk and i just you know goo, maybe i can get that same attention too it's yeah. very like it's very basic mm-hmm. it's very rudimentary and you see it so the biggest thing i would say to parents is is like don't worry about it, it they'll grow out of it don't placate it mm-hmm. don't enforce it don't don't empower them to do it more. Mm-hmm. You know, we have with Kamisha at 2.0, we, she, she has started to really get a vibe as of late. Like the baby is coming. She's been super clingy with Dr. Mrs. The Kamish, um, which is fine. And she's been also kind of like not using her words. She, she's a big girl. She can speak in f- full, clear sentences. Um, but, you know, sometimes she will kind of grunt and, and, and whine. And we say, got it. You got to use your words. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes it sucks. Like you're in the shopping mart, you're in this in the store, or you know you're going someplace, and it's like she's pointing at something. And I'm like, you need to tell me. You're a big girl. You need to tell me. So just stuff like that. I know it's it's kind of tough, but uh, it's not anything you're doing. It's not anything you you screwed up. It it will happen. It's solely for attention. Don't give it the attention. Be firm. Be strong. Um, and eventually they'll grow out of it. And it's you know I. Doctor, just to give you, Doctor Mrs. Commission was like, yeah, well, that happened with Commission, and I was like, it did, yeah, but it it did for like a couple weeks, if that, and then it was done, and you know, she's moving on, so so don't worry about it. That's interesting. It makes complete sense. Well, thank you, brother. Um, man, I just can't eat up much more of your time already because your whole world's about to ch- 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 my, change, brother. Uh, this is my solace, bro. It's my quiet place. <laughs> I'm in the studio. I'm all by myself down here. Uh, cool, man. Well, that's uh. That's exciting, brother. Uh, you know, the transition never works. Uh, congratulations, third kid. <laughs> Fucking high noon. <laughs> Fucking Neapolitan showdown. Take us to that jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. Neapolitan Showdown, we are doing the worst things about New Year's. And again, it can be New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, whatever you're thinking. Who who won the last one? What, what was our last one? How did we end 2018? Uh, oh, because we didn't do one for our our bonus. Ad, for our, That's right, our year well, We just did a recap of that one. We yeah. did the episode before that was Christmas movies, Christmas. which I won. You won. You won it. Yep, I did. So I will take the ball out. Uh-huh. 
I will take the bell out. So worst things about New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, the whole kind of fucking kerfuffle of it. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with number three, uh-huh. and it's been in the news media as of late. I'm gonna go with these fucking New Year's Eve hosts and these these shows that are out there. Mm. Like, do we really need these shows anymore? I know Dick Clark and Rockin' New Year's Eve and all that stuff, but do we need really need Chrissy Te- Teigen talking about vaginal steaming and? Anderson Cooper taking shots and Maria Menounos like freaking out on camera and and, and I did write I did see that somebody tweeted that uh, Steve Harvey looked like Darkwing Duck dressed up in his <laughs> outfit like we don't need this anymore can we just pay some bands to play some fucking music and not have to deal with Leslie Jones interviewing these dudes on like how, like auditioning them for their new year's eve kiss on a mannequin yeah i don't need it yeah it's a little it's a little gimmicky like uh i think it always had to be and it made sense when there was only like two channels on and that's what you tuned in to do it just seems like there's sure. a pressure to compete with each other compassion uh, pressure to you know fill up the two hours or the three hours or however long they're up there and then it's you know it's this kind of people on the outskirts of like celebrity just trying to do you know the zaniest thing they can think of to like keep the eyeballs sure. on tv Sure. And, and, and if you're watching, like you, you reminded me of a good thing. Cause you're like, there's only like two or three stations that were doing it. Yeah. If you're watching like CNN or Fox or one of those like distant other channels for your new year's Eve, like yeah, what's going on? fucking new year's loser are you? <laughs> what's like, happening? Yeah. Yeah. If you've yeah, been in a room and someone's just like quiet, Chrissy Teigen's talking, then it's just like, I don't know what new year's <laughs> Eve party you're at, but maybe move on. Uh, all right. I got this one. This one's pretty, I'm in chalk a lot, but, uh, yeah, okay, the gym fills up. And maybe we can just be we can be a little bit more vague about this, but yeah. Uh your routine gets altered by people that are like changing their lives and it's all of a sudden like things get flooded, like specifically like the gym and all of a sudden it's, you know, these areas that you went to that are part of your errand running or whatever you do like your health thing is now all of a sudden like a thing for like sure. the next like 22 days. Sure. And yeah, that's yeah, that's a little little humble brag there that your boy Brandana I was Pumps just gonna iron. say. Bro. I know you were. I yeah, saw. Like, like, I ah, saw I'm the getting look my lift on in. your face. It's it's Tuesday. It's not <laughs> January one. It's fucking leg day, bros. <laughs> like I'm coming at it hard, and I got all of these first timers in the gym, trying to trying to get that beach bot on. All right, brother. I'm going to give uh, like yours pretty good. Uh, we'll do do yours fifteen, and we'll do me eight. Ooh. Because you're only doing eight reps on on your set, is that what it that's is? That's right. That's right. Keeping it. Tight. There you go. Keeping See that Mabolution's coming to life already. I, know, I love I'm it, trying. people. I'm trying. All right, coming coming at you, number two. This is um, this is a very tight window in our lives. I think we all did this. I, I would say it's post college, like pre adulthood. When you're out there, I'm talking about going to like the New Year's Eve event, buying like the ticket and getting all dressed up. I'm talking about that New Year's Eve event where you've got to yeah. spend your hard-earned cash and go and get all dressed up for a shit show of a party and overpriced booze or maybe buy one of those like booze packages that are like severely overpriced exactly and then you're just crammed in there like 800 people in a venue you're it's fucking sweaty yeah the music's playing and it's like oh i feel like we're supposed to do this but it just fucking sucks it it's not a fun time i've never had in those events i've never had like an awesome time i was like this is the greatest club experience ever no it sucks and the other thing, super negative. Try and this is before Uber. I get it, people. Uber's changed the game, but like, remember trying to get a taxi on oh, yeah. fucking New Year's Impossible. Eve? 
Im fucking possible. So that's a good one. Like you, you're in there, you're crammed in there, you can't hear Chrissy Teigen on the TV. Like you're just not <laughs> <laughs> really. Oh uh, yeah, it's crazy, right? Because these places, especially uh, you know, when you used to live in LA and New York, especially like kind of these bigger cities. I know like all the cities have them, but it's it's some astronomical number at a place that you would never like spend more than like forty five dollars at. At. Right. Like, anyways, it's all of a sudden like now it has a two hundred dollar cover, and it's like, yeah, we know it includes the champagne toast at midnight. Everyone includes that. And you're just in your <laughs> right. suit, and you're packed into this like Chili's knockoff with a bunch of strangers that you don't don't know. You don't know the band. You can't hear them. Yeah, it's just right. uh, yeah. That was, that was on my list. Same spot. So let's I, cancel out. I got, oh, really? Same spot? Yeah. I got I got a new shirt from. Banana Republic. Yeah. I'm sweating through it, and I'm drinking Corbell champagne. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. fucking awesome. This this fucking like well vodka and cranberry juice <laughs> tastes like shit. That was your number two, bro. Okay, how do you score it? Okay, uh, yeah. So I think that's a new thing. When we both have the same thing on Neapolitan Showdown, I'm just canceling them out. We're just gonna see eye to eye. Go. We're gonna riff on it. I'm just gonna cancel them out. There we go. Fifteen to eight still. Fifteen Ooh. eight. Coming in a dead tight. I like mine. I like mine a lot. My number you one. You like yours a lot? I do, yeah. Okay. I did win last year, and and I want to give you my number one. Yeah. And, and I don't I don't know how, you know, this is kind of counter to your working out on New Year's Day. Yeah. I'm talking about that super big New Year's Eve hangover, mm. the one that just comes after an all-night banger where you're just out there partying, and you wake up 2019 year, you're, you got your Mabolutions ready, you're ready to go get your fitness on, maybe, uh, you know, help some people out there, your health and wellness, and you're super hungover, and all you want to do is just, like, order in food, maybe get drive through, get some Taco Bell, something like that, just something greasy and nasty to sop up all those you know, shitty well drinks that you were drinking last night. Yeah, New Year's Day is a really weird thing, right? It's almost like there's just this aura over, like, the United States where it was just like, Ugh. Like, right. you know, like, if you've ever been in, like, in, in college or something, or, like, I don't know if you're in a frat, like, I wasn't, but it just, like, you know, it would even nope. happen at the frat house in L.A., like, something like New Year's Day or, like, the day after Halloween or something. Like, there's just this energy in the house where it's just like, all right, like, no one's going to be loud. Everyone's kind of on suicide watch. It feels like shit. <laughs> right. And we're just going to try to avoid each other and like no eye contact. And I'll see you on January 2nd. Uh, right. And you know what's fucked up on that too is, is like when it falls on like this year where it's like it's a Tuesday. Yeah. So it's like some people have to work on Monday or a half day. Yeah. Very few. You know, some people get the day off, but some people have to work. And then it's like and then I go rage. I go I go hard. Uh, and then it's like, oh, well, Wednesday's here. I just basically wasted that day because I got to get all ready for Wednesday because I got to get back to work. Yeah, it was such a weird got- week. Like, I know people are back to work, but, like, this is the most days off you could take advantage of because there were so many, like, holidays that are just kind of like, oh, the holiday's almost here. And it's just, like, in the middle of the week and nobody's going back yep. to work on, like, the 28th. And, like, people are just kind of, like, they're kind of back in the office on the 3rd. I know I was sending out a bunch of emails to just, like, deaf inboxes. So we'll see. All right. right. But the top one at my list. All right. I'm going to have, I'm going to read this and I got to explain it to you, but let me know if you know what I'm talking about. A disingenuine positivity. Like just like without the specifics, like 2019 is going to be like, like the best year ever. Like, do you remember like, uh, like that, like that girl in force gump who was just like, yeah, she's just like, I love new year's Eve. Like it's a chance for everybody to start new. And then like, then she goes and like tries to bang force gump. Like even she's not changing. Like it's all like, it's all the same thing. Right. Be specific about well, she it. She is a prostitute. I think she's got to earn that money for rent. <laughs> you know, New York in the seventies was expensive. B. I, I don't like. I don't. I don't. I love resolutions. I love making a list. I love self betterment. I, I love the idea that it never expires. That each year, like you go for it. Like don't give up. Like find things right. to improve. Like all that. What I don't like is just like 2019 is going to be the best year ever. Is going to kick ass. 
I, I, I love this. I want to, I want to add on to this is, is why is, why is it every, like when you see, especially on social media, you see this, it's like, you could just, you could just replace the years. You could just roll it and be like, fuck this year. Yeah, exactly. That sucked. It right. blows. But 2019 or whatever it is, like 2020 is my fucking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I don't understand it. Like, why is everyone simultaneously like jazz for the next year? What is it about the calendar just rolling over that makes people like so hopeful and excited for a new year? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like literally like a new relationship. Like in the beginning, you're just like, "This is awesome." You're telling all your boys about it, and then like you know, right. around like August, you're just like, "You're like, man, I don't really see you guys hang out that much." And you're just like, "No, you know what? I kind of like fuck her. Like I made a huge mistake." Right. And then by like December, you're just like dead to me. Never want to see her again. Right. By December, it's like she's batshit crazy <laughs> and she cut up all my shirts. Yeah. Like she's literally insane. Like I don't. Why do we have this with our years? I don't understand it. Like, I, are we that like superstitious about like a new year? Like, the, like a you know a new broom sweeps clean. Like, is that what it is? I don't understand it. Like, you're st- if you don't if you're still the piece of shit that you were before. Put something on paper and try and better yourself. But why can't you do it in March or or August? Like, what is what does New Year's have anything to do with it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Don't it's, I think it's just like the hyperbolic part of it, or just like everything's got to be so intense and insane and just like blowing out the thing, and it's just uh, it's it's way too much. That was a great point on my part. There are twelve months in the Excellent. year. I will take one point for each of them. That puts me at twenty. Uh, <laughs> yours, uh, just to get you at nineteen, working backwards. <laughs> That'll be four. Look at that, my evolution already fucked up. Uh, all right, right, I win that one. You're in four hour hangover. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Would you have any on your console bracket? Uh, no, I mean that kind of like you hit on some of them. I was gonna talk about just kind of like the massive hangover, like just kind of the massive. idea when you look back, you're just like, oh, what was the first day of like 2018, 2017? It's just like, oh yeah, I felt like shit, didn't leave the bed. Copy that. Right, right. Yeah, and I had I had drunk amateurs on there. Um, yeah. I had staying up to midnight. Like that's getting increasingly more, more difficult. And more difficult. 100%. More and more difficult. Yeah. And then I, and I also had um, I had kissing at midnight. Like if you're at a group with people, like you know, you obviously give your significant other a kiss. You kind of embrace, but like you know, I don't know, like. Do I if if my, my buddy's girlfriend I don't want to go like all love actually on her like you just give her like a quick peck on the cheek or you know what I mean like I don't I don't I don't know if I'm that mature or sophisticated to like handle that exchange properly does that make sense yeah bro all right I hear you <laughs> does it sound like a weirdo <laughs> no I love you walking down the path you're just like yeah and then just I'm in a room and it it's just me you know Sam's not there there's just like all these like buddy girlfriends of mine and it's just like what right. do I do I'm my like, hands all right, are tied. line up ladies <laughs> it's time to to make out no but I'm just saying it's just like you know what. The, Again, why do we need to have these embrace? Like, can I just give her a high five? Like, can I give her a handshake? Yeah. Like, why Why do I, you know, kiss on the cheek? That's as as far as it can go, right? But I, know, I don't normally give them kisses when I see them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On very rare occasions. So, so why now? Yeah, let's get rid of it. Done. It's off there. Done. Done. Map fixes kissing. <laughs> Kissing's out. It's on a shit list. Uh, all right, real fast. Uh, let's see if we can sneak in these Super Bowl odds, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Bring us let's to the crank jam. It. Super Bowl odds, uh, 
so obviously we are down to uh, the final uh, 12 teams. 12 teams going on. Yeah, that's right. Two of the bye. Uh, so I, I wrote these down too. I want to know what odds you like right now. Kind of putting on. I know we talked a little bit about winning, but as you've heard on the gambling corner before, that it's not always about sometimes it's not worth it like right now just for an example saints at plus 225 like you're doubling your money on that it's really to me that that kind of juice isn't worth it you know with just having the bears in that mix like a possible yep. bears possible rams game uh maybe a scary like seahawks team we'll see there so real fast the odds are and these are in order of Least likely to most likely. Uh, Eagles plus 3,000. Colts plus 2,500. Seahawks plus 2,500. Texans 25. Cowboys 25. Ravens 2,000. Chargers plus 1,600. Bears 900. Patriots 600. Rams 5. Chiefs 400. Saints 225. And again, that means for every $100 you bet, that's what you're walking away with. Uh, before I ask you if anything jumps out to you most awesome, one thing I do want to point out is I could go down kind of the odds from the beginning of the year. Obviously, with a lot of these teams, they were better. But the Bears at plus 900 right now started the year at 101. That's right. That's plus 10,000. Ooh, yeah. My goodness. So if you get that's that where you need a, to be thinking about hedging. If you have that Bears bet, you need to be betting Bears opponents and a lot of money on it. Right. Right, right, yes. That's where you get that, uh, get your bank note on your house. And as we talked about it in the final four. Yes. Brandana, listen back to that podcast. You, you know, don't, really don't, to... don't listen to that. When I started down a path and I didn't bring a flashlight <laughs> or a walking stick, I got a little. <laughs> kind of like my kissing path. Uh, I yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of numbers being thrown around. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, could you, could you give me the Rams and the Pats again? Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, the Rams and who? Who do you want? The Pats. Uh, yeah, the Rams are plus 500. The Pats are plus 600. The Pats started the year at plus 500. So the Pats making it to the playoffs, having the second seed, odds got worse when it got down to 12 teams than it was when all 32 were in the field. Right, right. Yeah, it's one of those things where I, you got to look for, like, you know, if I'm, putting, if I'm laying 100 bucks down on this, like, it's kind of got to be worth it for the next month, yes. right? Because that's $100 that you could be – see, I'm learning. 2019, there learning about gambling. I like it. You know, you got you to you you make that money work for you. And like you said, Saints at 225 yeah. not worth the squeeze, right? It's, and I then mean, what it's were the not, yeah, just too many things have to happen, right? Like you're basically – and on some of these, like you can almost get better money if you just, like, just bet the Saints money line each time. You know, and then, right. like, yeah. do that three times in a row and that – Sometimes, like, shit, you got to think about shit like that that makes more sense. So usually, like, these super favorites on kind of the long-term thing usually don't add up. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and what were the Chiefs at? Like, plus 400 or something plus like that? Was yeah. that what they were? Yeah. So it's like the Chiefs, now that's, I'm, maybe that's worth it. 400 bucks for 100 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, that's not like, that's, that's kind of my, because you're basically, I mean, you're getting the premium of the, the number one seed in the AFC right. four times your money. So, I mean, you're right. just saying the Chiefs got to win two home games. And then, I mean, they obviously have these. Remember, these are Super Bowl odds not to make the Super Bowl. So they do need to win the Super Bowl. But then, you know, you can hedge your bet. So let's just say, you know, you do the, the Chiefs plus 400. They get to that Super Bowl. Uh, then you go 200 just on the other side against the line. Maybe the Chiefs are favored. And then you can kind of cover your ass and make sure you win at least 200 bucks. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things where... I would I would look at that bet just based on the landscape of the AFC versus the NFC because like we talked about the the, the Rams and the Bears going up the way that the Saints are playing like that makes me that would make me nervous better right like yeah. and I think you're right you you're better off to like 
just trying if you know if if uh if the seahawks win and they're going against the saints like yeah maybe shit i'm gonna hammer that or the eagles win and you know they win and they're injured like i'm just gonna hammer the money line on that game and just you know just cash out there yeah but yeah it's like one of those things where the chiefs they've got the the odds on favor to get out of it to get to the super bowl once they get in the super bowl anything could happen uh, so yeah, I think I I play that or I play the Bears. I was gonna those, say, those you, yeah, you, from what you said earlier in the from the headline section, it sounds like you know nine to one is a pretty good payoff. Yeah, oh, it's a great payoff, absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely be all over that. But I just like the the road to the Super Bowl for the Chiefs better. If I'm talking about gambling, right, just yep. laying that hundred bucks, right. Um, although I did kind of lay out a scenario where the Pats could could upend that, but. Yeah. yeah, I'm just talking back in circles on this one. So, uh, yeah, I'll I'll go the Bears. Let's 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 roll that money. Oh, we we should we should have we should have we. Uh, I was thinking about this. Maybe we could actually play a game where actually lay this some some actual money down and reinvest it into the pot. I know I'm springing this on you in the middle of the podcast, Ooh, but no. I just started thinking about it. It's like, oh, we could do a little something where we actually like, you know, like a win brandana's money or something like that. We could just you know reinvest the money back into the pod. I love what do you it, think, bro. I love it. I love when you keep me on my toes, firing off fucking great ideas. Yeah, brother, let's get that together. Uh, definitely be rolling that out this month. Just in time for the Super Bowl. Uh, cool, right. man. Yeah, I, I think one I do like is I like your Bears at 900. Like I said on these, this isn't necessarily who I think is going to win. It's just tremendous value for the talent uh, that you're sure. getting. Uh, Chargers plus 1,600. Nothing to shake a leg at. We both agree that it's kind of a weaker Patriots team. We have seen yep. the Chargers beat the Chiefs before, like four weeks ago, on the fourth quarter comeback. So they definitely have kind of the, the DNA to get themselves at the Super Bowl. And then if you're sitting in the Super Bowl with the Chargers at plus 1,600, the Chargers will probably be getting some points against a Rams or a Saints. And then you definitely can walk with at least 800. Yeah. No, that's a smart That's a smart one, too. I like uh, – be, be interesting. If they, if they survive the Ravens – then yeah, then then you 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 have to feel pretty good about that bet, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, sweet brother. All right. Well, man, we are getting everything up in this podcast. We did a little riff from the headlines. We did a little. You brought a parenting tip. We got a gambling corner in there. A Nia showdown. Brandana one and zero on the year. It is <laughs> kick ass pod time, brother. You got an MVP for this week, bro. I do. I'm going to go with the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department in Hillsborough, Florida. Mm-hmm. The Those lovely guys out there, they rescued a half-million-dollar truckload of tequila Ooh. that was hijacked by some criminals. Two things that most awesome dislikes are criminals and and losing Still tequila. tequila, yeah. Exactly. So hats off to them. They're my MVPs of the week. Way to get it done. Uh, there was a little theory of this, and I heard it on uh, another podcast. Uh, I think it was like on one of the gambling podcasts I was listening to or something. But some of the theory floating around the internet, I do want to give my MVP to uh, Nick Foles. Uh, some people are thinking that Nick Foles uh, either was coached or decided to fake his rib injury. So when the Bears checked back on the Eagles game, they could see that the Eagles weren't necessarily walking away with it, so the Bears wouldn't take their foot off the gas pedal against the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. I mean. Interesting. If that's true, Nick Foles, holler at us. Get on this pod. I need to know. Yeah. More guests for the podcast. I like it. Oh, God. Guys, this has been MAB Sports Podcast Episode 45. Please listen, subscribe, 
Leave five stars. Send us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about this new gambling idea. What's some segments you want to see in 2019? Maybe some 2018 home runs. You want to hear Most Awesome get drunk again and leave us a poop season pod. I don't, it's all on the table, guys. You just let us know. Look we out, want to hear bros. from you. <laughs> Look out, bros. Uh, I am Brandon. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most Awesome. Don't call me Chrissy Teigen because I don't vaginal steam map. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes fashion.